You're listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 196. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create a profitable affiliate program. So stay tuned. Pina Colada Day is coming, y'all. We could all use a little something to look forward to these days. And it just so happens that Pina Colada Day falls right on a podcast Friday. So you can look forward to a special solo episode all about branding that day and three lucky winners will be smelling pina coladas in style. So go ahead and DM us a screenshot of your five star review on iTunes to enter to win a pina colada candle. The winners will be announced on July 10th on our Instagram channel. Thanks so much. Hey, I'm Jordan and my business love language is efficiency because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all, I'm super excited for this guest and this topic because It's honestly one of my favorite things to do in business, mainly because I find it to be such a win-win, and that is affiliate programs. And so if you have had interest in affiliate goodness, then buckle up. You're going to want to get a notepad because this is going to be your jam. And so I'm super excited to introduce you to our guest today, Miss Kelly. How are you doing today? I'm good, Jordan. Great. I'm so excited to dive into this. Again, like I love being affiliate for things like Thrivecart. And then I'm also love being an affiliate for other people's courses. So I'm like, this is going to be just a total geek session. And so really let's talk about a little bit about you and your business before we dive into the deep end of affiliateness. Sure. Excited to share. So I run createyouraffiliateprogram.com, which is where I show digital product and course creators how to implement an affiliate program into their business so that they can make more income and more impact through the power of affiliates. And I actually got started as a virtual assistant and I was helping my clients with affiliate programs, doing all of the pieces. And it's something that I know is not utilized enough. Like it's such a powerful thing for people to be using in their businesses. And I don't want to say almost nobody, but a lot of people are not doing it that very well could implement a really easy affiliate program and have a lot of success with it. So that's kind of how I got started transition from virtual assistant to doing mainly affiliate program implementation. Love it. And so let's talk about, you know, your clients' businesses a little bit before we go into the framework. What are they looking like before they implemented this? Is this something that people think about before they even start creating their course? Or is this something more for people who already have a course and want to sell more? Like, what does it look like for your clients' businesses before they add an affiliate program? So typically before you add an affiliate program, you want to make sure that you have a viable product or service for people to promote for you. Yeah. And what that means is like you want to test it with your own community and audience because you don't want to have your affiliates promoting something that is not going to sell. (laughs) Because if you can't sell it yourself, your affiliates are not going to be able to either. So typically my clients have always had a digital product that they've made some sales with. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have sold thousands of dollars worth of your digital product. You just have to know that there's a market for it. And then what's so great about the affiliate program is then you get to leverage someone else's audience and someone else's community to help spread the word about your product or service faster. So affiliate programs are great for list building and they're great for 
spreading the word about your business and brand much quicker than you can do on your own. Mm, Yeah, it's so true because people are already having communities or having spaces for your exact target audience. And so why not tap into that and be an extra resource? And again, it's about finding those really core connections between audiences. So for example, I will never create a course on affiliate stuff. Never, ever will I do that. And so, you know, being able to send people to Kelly and get a commission for it is much better for me because again, I still want to serve my people, right? I still want this to be an extension of, you know, my client experience, but I am never going to create, and I feel very confident about this. I will never create any sort of course, one-on-one services, anything centered around affiliate stuff. So that's just like an example, like if you never plan to, or even if, you know, people have similar type offers to you, like it still could be beneficial for you because people learn in different styles, different ways, different people. So yeah, I'm just a huge fan of this. And yeah, I also agree that most people for an affiliate program, if you can't sell your own program, an affiliate is not going to be able to do it for you. That's not the special sauce. So I think that special asterisk was good to touch on as well. So, all right, let's get started and really start to touch on the five steps to creating a profitable affiliate program. Okay, awesome. You want me to dive in with step one? Yep, let's do it. Okay, perfect. So step one is going to be about planning your program logistics. So before you reach out to your affiliates, before you put together your affiliate program materials, you need to know what is it you're going to be offering your affiliate. Mm-hmm. And so typically the, the number one thing you want to be thinking about is what are you going to offer your affiliates commission-wise? And typically 20 to 50% is a standard commission. You don't want your affiliate making more money than you on the product or service. And the reason for that is because it's one, it's your product or service, but you have costs associated with the affiliate sale that you have to factor into your earnings from it. So typically 20 to 50%, there is no right or wrong answer. You totally get to decide this, but you do want to think about what is enticing enough to make my affiliates want to share this with their community. Yeah, I so agree. You got to think about the plan, the logistics before you start just going out and having people promote. Perfect. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll also want to give some thought too about, are you going to require anything of your affiliates? So for example, are you going to require that they send out a certain amount of newsletters? Are you going to require that they do a, a certain amount of social media postings? Or are you just going to sig- make suggestions? So. I typically, if you're going to enter into an affiliate agreement with someone, I don't typically suggest doing requirements because that seems just very forced. And if someone's signing up to be your affiliate anyways, they're wanting to share it with their people. So I don't think requiring anything is necessarily uh, is necessary, but you could say, you know, I'd love it if you would share out this in your newsletter once. And if you'll do three Instagram posts and an Instagram story, just as an example, but again, like you get to decide that for your own affiliate program, you get to decide on the logistics for that. Nice. Love it. All right. What is the next step? Step number two is to actually set up your tech for your affiliate program. And this is actually the piece that I find overwhelms people the most when they think about doing an affiliate program. There's so many different affiliate tracking softwares out there. If people want an affiliate program, but they're not tech savvy, this can really stump them. And so the number one tool that I recommend to make setting up your affiliate program super easy is a software called Lead Dino. 
and you can find it at leaddino.com. Mm. But what's so nice about it is that they walk you step by step through setting up the tech for your affiliate program. You don't have to be tech savvy in order to implement this. You can have your virtual assistant implement it for you. And it's actually very low cost compared to some other affiliate softwares out there. Mm, yeah, I've heard good things about Lead Dino actually. Um, I've never used it myself, but I definitely have heard that it's super easy and probably like the lowest hanging for most people to be able to dive in and, and get, get used to. Exactly. I'm a big advocate of keep it simple. Like you do not need a fancy, robust $300 a month software. If you have that and yeah. want to use that, great. But you can keep your affiliate program simple. You can keep it super cost effective and you can get a tool that gives you exactly what you need. And I will say, just as a side note with Lead Dino, they also let you create like a really nice affiliate center too. So you can get fancy with it, but you don't need to unless you just have the tech know-how in order to do that. Awesome. Love that. All right. So the tech stuff, check. What's next? Yeah. And then step number three is you want to put together all of your affiliate promo materials. And so this is all of the pieces that you're going to give your affiliates to make it super easy for them to promote for you. And that is the key to having a successful affiliate program is making it super simple for them to find their affiliate link, their marketing materials, everything that they need. Because you have to keep in mind that your business is number one on your brain, but it's not number one on your affiliate's brain. And so it might seem like overkill to be emailing them and making it super obvious where everything is for them. But when your affiliates have an inbox, a hundred emails deep, your stuff is not going to be top of mind. So the easier you can make it for your affiliates, the more success you'll have all the way around with your affiliate program. And it can be, you can keep your marketing materials really simple. You can provide some email copy, three to five social media posts and some social media graphics that they can use. And you give that to them, give them their affiliate link, and then send them off on their way in order to start promoting your products. One big thing that you'll want to do with your affiliates is make sure that you're checking in with them and making sure that they feel extra supported. And that's something that you can work into your affiliate program plan. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, and I think just as somebody who is an affiliate for people and who has also been on the other side of it, I think also like giving enough of variety because some people are going to share on YouTube versus Instagram or versus 
you know, email list. So having it be, I don't know if like extensive is the right word, but not that you have to have 17 different images for all the different platforms, but having stuff for each platform. So no matter which platform your particular affiliates are, you know, have the biggest audience or will have the most impact from sharing, you make it so easy, like a little snippet for their YouTube descriptions and, you know, uh, PSs for their weekly newsletter emails that go out and stuff like that. So I think that you can get really overwhelmed by how many different things you have to create. But I found actually that affiliate copy is some of the easiest copy to write because a lot of it is very much the same. Like you're telling people what the program is, how much it is, or, you know, check it out at this link. Like it's not a ton of extra copy. It's just saying the same thing in a variety of different ways for the different platforms. Exactly. And you want to give your affiliates leeway to tweak the copy too, to fit their voice and style, because you, what you don't want is if you have five affiliates and there's a lot of crossover in their audience, you don't want a member of each of their audience seeing the same post from five different affiliates at the same time. And it just kind of looks generic. So you do want to work in their ways. Like here's where you can personalize the content that you provide your affiliates. And one of the ways that you can do that really in a simple way is if you're providing images to your affiliates, you can always give them access. If you create your images in Canva, for example, you can give them access to the template inside of Canva and say, feel free to change these to your branding colors. That way it still works within their marketing, but they're still promoting you and your service. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Because again, you want it to be easy for them and not feel like you're, you know, people have different vibes. And so if people want to be able to adjust, I like that idea of sending like a Canva link per se, where people can change out the colors or change out the fonts to be for their own company, but they are still sharing your particular offering. Exactly. I know for me personally, I pay so much attention to how my Instagram looks like the layout of it looks. And so I'm an affiliate for some things. And when they send me things, I like to have the option to make it my brand more because then it looks nicer in my Instagram feed. <laughs> so, yeah. So true. All right. And the next step. Yep. The next step after you've planned out your logistics, you've set up all of your tech pieces, you've put together all of your promo materials, you're actually going to want to test your affiliate setup. It is an absolute nightmare if you have affiliates promoting for you and you cannot see who has made what sales or who has referred which people to you. I was working on an affiliate program for someone that their previous assistant or whoever had set it up for them did not set up the tracking correctly and it was a nightmare and it made them look, you know, it made them look not trustworthy to their affiliates because they had to go back and tell them, oh, we're so sorry, the setup wasn't working. So testing, and you want to test, you want to do some actual purchases through your test link, just to make sure that it is all working. That way you can confidently know that your affiliate tracking is working and your affiliates will have trust in you that it's all working as well. It's the least fun part, but it's also the most important. (laughs) Yes. I love that you have testing as part of your framework because it is, yeah, the part people don't look forward to, they don't like doing and they skip. And then what happens is, you know, you may not be able to send out a payment to an affiliate and your affiliates will be like, Hey, I shared, you know, did anybody, you know, get the actual product? And, you know, if you're not properly tracking, it can get really confusing and really messy really quickly. Yep. And you want to avoid the mess because if someone has a messy affiliate program or an affiliate experience with you, they're not going to want to come back and promote for you the next time. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. It could be a total bummer because 
it's recurring revenue for them if they're promoting for you each year, each quarter, whatever. And it's just a great way to maintain that relationship, but you have to like keep that trust factor in your tech setup. Oh yeah. hundred percent. All right. And then what is the last step? The last step is actually the funnest step. <laughs> and that is when you're going to reach out to your dream affiliate partners. So you've got your program in place, you've got everything ready and you want to reach out to your potential affiliates. And there's a couple of ways to decide who would make great affiliates for you. The first place I recommend starting is who are your existing clients or past clients? These are people that ideally have had a great experience working with you. And so why would they not tell about you and your work to their community? So past clients or current clients would be a great place to start reaching out to potential affiliates. Also, people that are in your industry that offer complimentary services, so your product or service would be filling in like a hole or a gap in their services, and they might want to promote you to their audience, would be another great place to start. When thinking about affiliates, you don't have to go for the Marie Forleo's of the world. You know, she has this huge, large audience, but you can have a really successful affiliate program with someone that has a very tiny audience. If they have belief in your product and they have ideal audience members, they can be just as successful as the Marie Forleo's of the world. Yes, so true. And honestly, I think that the, you know, I think it just really depends on audience alignment Yeah. in the sense of, you know, you think you want a big name, but maybe only one person of their audience actually is who you want to target. Mm -hmm. So why not find somebody who would have a similar size to that 1% of Marie Forleo's audience and is able to actually get you more results potentially than Marie Forleo because 99% of her audience is going to shut you out or not be interested. So, you know, I like that you touch on that. It's not about the big names. It's not about the size. It's about how, are they the right fit for your particular offer, whether that's a course or, or digital product or whatever. So I like that you touch on that for sure. Let's go into a few of the tools you mentioned, um, lead dyno. Um, are there any other tools? Like what do you use to organize your outreach and your management of your affiliates and all of that good stuff? Yeah. So definitely lead dyno for the affiliate tracking tool with the caveat that if you are already using a system like Entreport or Infusionsoft, you, they have affiliate capabilities and then you don't need a third party tool. So definitely check within your existing software. I'm not a big proponent of like get another tool to have another tool, like get use the tools you already have, <laughs> which I know you're probably a proponent of too. So check out lead dyno. And then for tracking your affiliates, I keep it super simple. I do a Google spreadsheet and I, on the spreadsheet, I keep all of the information there, their name, their email, their social handles, the date of initial reach out, if they said yes or no. And then if for some reason they don't want to be my affiliates, I just move them to another sheet on the spreadsheet. That way only my pending or active affiliates are there. And then I map out here are the materials that they need. And then I track on the spreadsheet the delivery of those materials. And then I just have a note section that way if they write anything in or have any questions that I don't address in my initial affiliate onboarding process, I keep a note of it. That way I can go back and like implement that into my own system if needed. Yep. Oh, totally. Awesome. And let us, let my audience know what awesome, awesome freebie that you have for them. If they're like, I am loving this. I want to know all of the things. Where can they really dive in specifically for creating an affiliate program? Yeah, so I go over these five steps in a little bit more depth inside of my affiliate programs 101 guide. You can get that at createyouraffiliateprogram.com forward slash guide. 
basically lays out the five steps. It goes into more details about softwares that are available besides Lead Dino. If you check out Lead Dino and it's not your jam for whatever reason. And then it also gives some great advice in there too about connecting with affiliate partners. Nice. Love it. And so if people want to let you know what takeaways they have from the episode or connect in any way, uh, what's the best place for people to head to? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Create Your Affiliate Program. That's easy. I like it. (laughs) Yeah, super simple, super long and super simple. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's super awesome and very easy for people to get connected with you. So thank you again so much, Kelly, for being on the podcast. I know people are going to get a ton out of this episode and now implementing their awesome, profitable affiliate programs. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Jordan. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.